and we are rolling welcome to the show my people it's great to be back in the studio here in draper i hope you've all had a good festive period and you've not broken any new new year's resolutions just yet and like i said in the previous podcast producer ryan has promised to break the internet this year for us so keep a lookout and don't forget to give us feedback about it all but now let's get to it Having been a professional for 15 plus years, I've met lots of people along the way. Some good, some bad, some really ugly. And it's the good ones I'll always um, gravitate towards. And today's guest is just that. Um, We started around the same time, but played at rival clubs, and now we're too old to keep picking each other. But, you know, we're at the perfect age for us to be able to share our experiences and, you know, to share our kids. And here is my conversation with ex-Manchester United player and Huddersfield Town player currently and a friend of the show, Mr. Fraser Campbell. Oh, hello there. (laughs) (laughs) Is that your sexy voice? That's my voice, man. That's pathetic. That's absolutely (laughs) pathetic. Don't bring that here or I'll just put the phone down. Please don't do that. Please, please, please don't do that. How are you anyway? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Well, thanks for coming on. Um, There's a bit of structure to the show, but I'm sure you'll deviate and just talk about whatever you want to do anyway. But, you know, so how old are you now? Uh, 30-ish. Okay, so that's before tax, yeah? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Before VAT. All right, so obviously you've had quite a few years in the game. So to talk about things today how about we start from the beginning as you do have many years you know in the tank many miles in the tank so I want to talk about what it was like being in Manchester United's Academy like how did that start for you um well as you know it's a typical schoolboy thing you get you play for your local team which team is um, that uh style common okay sounds good style, style from a young age obviously um <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we had uh Scouts from various, you know, like um, like your Leeds United's, Bradford City's, Huddersfield Town. Um, so big United, base obviously. Mostly yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, they all come and watch your games. Um, you do well, you impress. Obviously, I did well when I was ten years old. <laughs> I, was, I was playing up because I'm a big guy. I've been big since the age. For anyone who doesn't know, he's not a big guy at all. <laughs> He probably didn't play out, but yeah, we carry on. <laughs> but yeah, so um, the scouting system ended up going on trial um, at Man United midway through the season. Um, didn't really want to ditch my teammates, but you know. <laughs> what, what year was this? What year was this? Um, this is when I was 10, so 97. 97. Like That's a good year. Yeah. Right. Long time ago, that is it. That's a very, very long time ago, yeah. Wow. Yeah. We're, we're How old are you then? 16? No, I'm, I'm like 20-something, <laughs> but just a heavy attack. <laughs> That's just the way to think about it. So what was that yeah. like um, in, in that academy? Like, who were the teammates who you had around you at that, around that sort of time? Is there anyone that we'd know or not? Yeah, yeah. You know, Aaron Burns. Um, he who? was there. Who's that? <laughs> yeah. A good friend of yours. Okay, carry on. You know, um, yeah. Believe it or not, he's the same age as me. Is um, he? Just... He's my age group right. uh, from cool. under 10s. Um, who else is in there? Ryan Shawcross. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's there then? Um, Kieran Lee, mm-hmm. the Sheffield Wednesday now. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Chris go- Bagley, remember him? No, no, no. How about going all the way through to uh, <laughs> like when you came in full time? Who else was in there? 
because he changed oh, in, it uh, just all the way through right. like, the whole academy time. Oh yeah, revved up a bit. Um, obviously, I we had Johnny Evans and that came um, at some stage in, in our youth team. We had um, Johnny Evans, Darren Gibson, Giuseppe Rossi, Gerard Piquet. Ooh, um, Gerard Piquet, yeah. Yeah, he's, he didn't go on to do much after that. Well, not United anyway. <laughs> not good United, not good a, enough for everything yeah, else. He's had an awful career since he left. <laughs> but um, uh, what else was in there? Danny Simpson, mm, um, Richie Jones. Man, he, yeah. he he came out to, to uh, US Dinner for a bit. I think, uh, I think he was Ed, Edmund, Edmonton. No, he was, in, he was playing in yeah. Canada. I think Edmonton. Oh, was he? Yeah, I think that was Canada. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that's 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 an interesting team you've got there. And Very. most of the people you named there did go on to have like some sort of career. Some people have obviously played at the highest level for many years, but some people did just play for years regardless. And I want to know, in that time, as I say, Man United were the best team in the world, you could say. They were incredible. Yeah. So what was the perception mm-hmm. when you were actually in an academy then at United? Did people actually think that they could make it or was it just a case of you, you were just there and you enjoying it? Um, it's, it was a difficult one because... But like for me personally, I was a Man United fan, so I was just happy to be there. Not yeah. just happy to be there, but you know, I was, was like getting to rub shoulders with the likes of your, your Gary Neville's and your Ryan Giggs and Van Nistelrooy and people like that. So it was, it was a dream come true. So you don't really think about, um, you know, these guys who are my idols are actually blocking my future kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <for> sure. <laughs> <laughs> actually killing me off. Yeah, giving them high fives and um, just laughing at you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, he's got no chance. I'm not taking my job. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's yeah, it's it is difficult when you're at a big club because you're coming through the ranks and you've got to really get a bit of luck. You got to hope for people to get injured yeah, or which is never nice. people to get sold. Yeah, it's not it's not great. I wish you misfortune or something else, but sometimes you need that lucky break. And if if not, you got to be a thirty million pound player ready. Do you know what I mean? To, yeah, or at them sure. times anyway, thirty million pound player to to stake a claim. But it's, yeah, it's, one of them it's teams, crazy how it? much that's changed, you know, because from way back then. Although you had that mentality of just being at United and it was great. I was at City and I obviously supported City, but you could see there was a clear pathway because there were so many players that went through before. Like I think I was the yeah. 40th player or something to make the debut coming through the academy. Mm. Whereas now you can look in 2020 and like someone in the academy, yeah, are they thinking that they're going to play? Or they it's difficult, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know, some people will just be happy to be there and wear the City badge. Yeah. Like like uh, there was to do the Man United badge, but you know some people will just be happy to be at, you know the the best center of excellence. You know you're getting the good, great facilities, good yeah. coaches, and you know trying to be the best player they can be. So it's I don't know, it just depends on the actual individuals really. But yeah, if you if you're quality, you'll make a way in the game, whether it's that yeah. Man United or Man City. It's very true. Obviously, you still need the luck as well, but it does help to actually have yeah. some level of ability. What yeah, your, exactly. um, for all those years that you were there, because we basically spent the same amount of time in an academy. Like, what were your favourite memories of playing for United? My favourite memory has got to be beating City six two, for maybe record, six one. I was not playing in said game. I was no, playing yeah. in the <laughs> I had nothing to yeah. do with that because it would yeah. not have happened on my watch. <laughs> they brought the big guns down, but they weren't big enough. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Matt Mika was. He was, I think he might have been in, or injured or playing with the first team, I can't remember. He was stood in the stands watching me and Giuseppe Rossi were run right. Scored for all that day, before you ask. <laughs> I wasn't, wasn't going to ask, but thanks for telling me anyway. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's, 
uh, I remember that because there was a lot of hostility around in the training ground for the next week, two weeks off the back of it. <laughs> but you know, a team like you is obviously a big result for you beating City, so I'm sure you do remember. <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Like credit to you guys, you worked really hard. Good to see you know, celebrate a lot of things like that. You know, it was a senior cup. It was another trophy. You know what I mean? That was just added to us. Illustrious cabinet. Oh, do you know, I looked online, but I didn't see that trophy in there. <laughs> I've got it. Do you know the funny thing is? My mum came around yesterday. Yeah. And she brought me an old uh, box. And it's full of, like, all my medals. So, like, I'd like the milk cup in there. Just a little box, like, then? Or what? <laughs> she brought it around. She drives a lorry, so she just packed it up. <laughs> <laughs> she just been bringing it in for the last oh, day. Here we go. Here we go. But, <laughs> here we go. But she had, um, like, medals from, like, Nordic Cup and tournaments in Barcelona and stuff like that. You know, things that you forget about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. But, those those are good, those are good times, man. Like obviously, it, it's, the yeah. end goal is to play professionally, but to be around people who are the same age as you, you have the same interest, you're doing the same thing, and you're all just playing together at a good standard. Like it's, looking back, it's probably the most enjoyable time of like my career. To yeah, be and and you know, like you said, we had great youth setup, so it was. You used to use winning every week. Oh, so you nice. got used to winning. Oh, winning it's mentality. not like that in the pro ranks, right. is it? It's not like that in the pro ranks, my word. Yeah, it's, well, I said this the other day, didn't it? It's changed slightly since then, but um, yeah. yeah, it's always it's, it's great going up, just winning all the games, yeah. battering teams. Yeah, it's, it's joyous. I, like, I remember times, like, I think you probably did similar. We'd be beating a team, and then the coach is shouting on the sideline, right? On two touches maximum now. No one's allowed to yeah. go and do this. No one's allowed to do that because you were just far yeah. away the best team, the best players, and it was just yeah. We <laughs> we uh, one game. I remember we had to wear um, it was Paul McGuinness uh, who was the manager at the time. We had to wear different color socks. So you had the the normal color sock on your your dominant foot, and then the other color like the away kid yeah. sock on your left foot. It's like what are we doing here? So we played the first half. Came in at half time, and I said, Right now, second half, everyone's got to use your left foot. Yeah, that's looking back. I don't know if that's going to fly these days, but uh, you know, it was, uh, it, was a, it was a wild era. Do you know what around yeah, that? Ima- uh, go on, imagine Man City now turned up with two different color socks to play Man United. That was <laughs> to be fair, from what <laughs> yeah. I've seen of City versus United Academy now, I think they just do that anyway. <laughs> Doesn't matter about the socks, but let's let's uh, not talk about that. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> You know, while um, you were in United Academy, there was still quite a big thing with Royal Antwerp, wasn't there? Yeah. Did you make your debut there first before playing for United, or was it after? Uh, um, I made my debut for United first. Obviously, I was 17. Yeah, oh, came on against City. Oh, against City. <laughs> against oh, that's City, interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I remember that game. I remember that game. Uh, it was... I feel oh, like hang on, what score was it? What score was it? I can't remember because you know it's your debut. Everything's a blur. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna get, I was gonna get to this anyway. Further along, but we'll talk about it now. How about that? Yeah, so brilliant. Let's disregard this Royal Antwerp bit where you are known as like Fraser Sharp or Super yeah. Super Campbell Super, or whatever. Super Campbell. Super Campbell. Yeah. Let's ignore all that and let's just talk about that debut. So, here's a question for you: Do you remember the, the United team that day? Um, no, I remember. Did I come on for John O'Shea? Uh, I think mm, no no well if you did you didn't start the game no you didn't Mm. I've got the team lined up here who did I come on for I know know Scolzi was playing because I came on Scolzi he says Scolzi who's that yes do you know what I mean oh Uh, Paul Paul Scolzi right him he's a guy yeah Scolzi yeah because I remember I came on and I think my my one and only touch was to pass him the ball. I got the ball in the middle of the field. I thought, right, where am I getting? Oh, yep. 
Balls there, give it to him. You know, it's funny, this was before I like proper New Year, but I was on the bench yeah. that game and I was watching and I do remember that touch. I remember you yeah, coming it was on. Beautiful. I was like, yeah, it was pro- I thought, oh, he's come on, he's gonna he's gonna score it. Because you know, City won the game anyway, but no. <laughs> I thought City won the game one 0 Giovanni goal, but that's that's neither here nor there. Yeah. But uh, there were actually a bit of trivia for you. There were two players in that United team that day who went on to play for City. Can you remember who they were? Probably Tevez. Was he Yep, he did it. Cadito. Yeah. Um, Absolutely not. Mikel. Behave yourself. No, no, he didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Felix, can you relax? I have absolutely no idea. Yeah, you're you're drunk, mate. So anyway, the team. (laughs) Yeah, this is this is this is the difference between. United then and United now. I think most people would agree that the players I'm about to name probably had more respect in the footballing world than some of the ones that play yeah. now. I'm not saying they're best or worst players, but they probably had more respect. Yeah. So yeah. you had Edwin van der Sar in goal. You had Wes Brown right yeah. back. Vidic and Ferdinand centre back. Patrice Avril yeah. left back. The midfield yeah. was, it was Owen Hargreaves who ended up playing for City, but oh, I never won him. It was Owen Hargreaves. What a player he was. Oh, yeah, for real. Ryan Giggs, Michael Carrick. Yeah. Nanny, yeah. Scholes, and Tevez. That was the team that day. Yeah. It's not a bad team, though. Yeah. It's decent, though. Yeah, it's very decent. decent. Yeah. Very decent team. But yeah, obviously, you didn't know. You didn't know like who was playing, who you came on for. <laughs> like I said, it was a blur. Yeah, I remember it. I enjoyed it as well. It was very, very <laughs> enjoyable. Came on, and the manager was saying to me, um, right, friends, I want you to come on, just get, um, D- what's his name? Haman. Yeah. Just stay, stay on Haman because he's dictating the game. I was thinking, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he's a fantastic player yeah he was clear he was clear to be and he was very good I'm not gonna don't mention it yet don't mention the manager's name yet but we'll get into that yeah so if we disregard that debut now I want to talk about transition yeah. to the first team so okay. you what was that like because even though I'm a blue I'm open minded to say that United were far and away the biggest club in the world around that, that sort of time yeah. so to know someone that's like me that's training and playing for that team like how was that how do you even like uh, it's, di- it's different because i say at City we were just okay but you played yeah. for Man United did you feel the weight yeah. of that at the time it was a little bit nerve wracking yeah not going to lie every t- every day I went out to training I'd, I'd have like butterflies in my stomach thinking Jesus <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to train with these guys it's, like I said Skulls Van Nisseroy like big big soup, like superstars of the world I'm just like 16, 17, mm-hmm. and I'm having to train with them. But what made it more, <laughs> worse was that uh, people like uh, Giggsy and Scholes would would fizz the ball into you or just spin it into you, or just give you a terrible pass just for their own like giggles. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Shits and giggles. Yeah. They'd be looking at each other laughing, and I'm just sweating, thinking, oh, you've done well there, Fraser. <laughs> Nearly controlled that one. <laughs> you know, that, that's, that's, so, that's literally so funny because I can picture it from them. But looking back yeah. then as well, around that sort of time, so those players were obviously iconic players, but I felt like the game then revolved around older players. You know? Yeah. Whereas now, you know, you can be, there's, there are more youngsters, like old players aren't really doing that anymore because they're more in the minority. As opposed yeah. to back then, like 27, 28 and above, they basically ran the whole club. So seeing yeah, the exactly. you're just getting preyed on. <laughs> yeah, there was like, like eight veterans in the team. Yeah. Like doing a lot in the game. So it was just like, can't say, it's not can't say nothing can't call him no. old man because you get beat up yeah exactly yeah but, exactly. <laughs> but like you said nowadays look at my team at the minute at, at Huddersfield there's like the majority of the team is under 25 yeah it's crazy isn't it 
Yeah. It's crazy. In some ways, it's good because they keep you young, but in other ways, it's like, what am I doing here? Because, say, for me yeah, now... Yeah, well, it's just like some of the date of births, like 2000, impossible. 2001, impossible. I'm thinking, impossible. I remember what I was doing. Phrase, listen, <laughs> just just think back to, like, December 31st or whatever, 1999. We thought the world was going to end with the Millennium Bug. Yeah, Thought exactly. it was going to be over, but some of these people didn't even don't even know what that is. <laughs> like, they never had to <laughs> yeah. live in real fear of just, all of a sudden, yeah. everything just ending. You know what I mean? Yeah, no stress. Or even like the wow. Nostradamus stuff, and like, oh, this, this gonna, the world's gonna end on this day as well. And as a child, yeah. you're like, ah, oh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> ah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's really is nuts. You got to, we're in the same team. We've got the same goals, but we've got like completely different lifestyles. Yeah. Thoughts. And yeah. Like, it's mad. like for me this year, I'm, as it stands, I'm the oldest player in the whole team. <laughs> and it's hit me differently, you know. It's hit me differently. I'm not sure if I'm psychologically ready for this. <laughs> the oldest guy. <laughs> That's, that's yeah, that's, don't buzz. Don't uh, buzz. Don't hey, buzz. Simo, Simo is the oldest in our team as well, and I keep I mentioned that to him regularly. Yeah, he's, old boys. Yeah, literally, that's that's that's, that's what's happened. And the thing is, <laughs> I remember going back to when I was young, seeing people who were born the decade before in the seventies, looking at them like, look at these old guys here. Like, yeah. why are they bothering? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're nah. They need to. They just need to wrap it up. And I step into that training ground <laughs> every day, and I look people in the eye, and I try and pretend like everything's all right, and I feel great. But these guys, it's like, not, yes, it, not the same. It, it's different. It's different. I don't think my long-term future is going to be on the field anyway. Let's just be saying. That. <laughs> Let's just be saying so you've told me what it's like to play for or to train with some of the best players in that era and be at that club, yeah. feeling the pressure and so on. But yeah. what was it like playing for Sir, Sir Alex Ferguson? Again, it was because I was there from uh, a young age. I'd have um, it come and be like part of. Not, not the terrain, but part of the environment. So you'd see him from time to time, like from growing up. So it's, it was less daunting as it could have been if you just saw him when you first walked through the building at uh, 17 or whatever. But um, it was always that level of respect, but with a bit of fear in there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's he's cool. done, obviously, he's a, a, a fantastic manager. Um, but um, So the first day that he, you come in as a... As a when you leave school, he um, drags you all into the office. He tells you the law, tells you the Man United way, okay. tells you how it goes and how it's been going. And at the end of it, he says, "Yeah, but and if you know, if, you know, if you screw up, opens his drawer, he pulls out like a big machete." I said, I'll, I'll, I'll love you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're joking. You're joking. <laughs> Honest to God. Wow. That's the first day in the building, thinking, "Wow." Yeah, that's gonna and test out one or two get... people that. Yeah, you don't know if he's being serious or joking. Yeah, why has he got a machete in his drawer though? That's that's. Like, I don't know. That's. I have no idea. Yeah, I had a lot of questions. Yeah, but you <laughs> can't ask. But you can't ask the questions. Ask yeah, just can't ask. Say, okay, boss. Get yeah. in line. Yeah, yes, boss. So you think his legend is deserved? Everything that he achieved, he achieved through being the best. Then do you, do you think that's right? Yeah, you know, you look at managers now; they're, they're in jobs for ten minutes before they get sacked. So to stand, be the manager for that long amount of time, then. Amount of years is you know got to be doing something right. Yeah, and it's no surprise as well. It seems like from the moment he left United, things started to change. Yeah. Not just in Manchester, but just the league itself. You know, you know, very very <laughs> you different. Ellis yeah. didn't need to say just in Manchester. You just said you yeah. should have just said yeah. the clubs changed. That no, no, I'm trying to be as polite as possible because it's still Man United. It's still one of the biggest clubs in the world, but it's just a bit different. When the only Fergie you see is on the stand saying the Sir Alex Ferguson stand. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. Because, like, as I say, I am a blue, but like, I appreciate what United the did. Red. Yeah, I appreciate what they did, and I think it's a better league when they're playing well. As long as they finish yeah. second to City or whatever, like, I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, win every other game, but just not those blue ones. Mm. Speaking yeah, of which, don't... the blue red thing. Um, so you're the first 
like red that I've spoken to on mm. air, like actually saying things, <laughs> saying things which could exist forever. <laughs> and I, I did. I hate. I hated United when I was younger, but I appreciate them when I got older or whatever. But what was yeah. the Reds' view on City? Say when you first started, compared to say what it is now. Uh, well, yeah, but it, we didn't. I didn't really. wasn't really bothered. It was like Bolton. You want that? You know what I mean? There wasn't a massive rivalry between Man United and Bolton. Yeah. It was like Man United and Man City. But um, it's you know it's escalated somewhat. It was the main one was it was Liverpool. Yeah. And obviously, the local lads hated City because everyone's you have a Manchester, you have a City, yeah, you you have a red or blue in the city. So it was. The, um, everyone was always pumped up to play Man City. Everyone was extremely pumped up to play Liverpool, and then and Leeds as well back in the day. Mm. Yeah, I see that. But yeah, but when do you reckon it changed for City to be more of a not just a threat? Yeah, it's yeah, obviously when they've, they've um, probably about ten years ago, wasn't it? Was that when? What when, when did they win the league? Two thousand twenty twelve. It was twenty twelve. Twelve. Yeah. 11, 12. Yeah. So yeah, around like eight years ago. When you start, you know, spending money, they've got mm-hmm. the, the new owners and new investors, and there's always a worry that they're gonna put the money in and then disappear, kind yeah. of thing. Get bored of it. But you know, these to be fair to these guys, have have stuck about and they've really, you know, they've improved the city massively. Yeah. That's so it's. Do you know the flip of that is when the, when you said they didn't care about City, like I really felt that they didn't care when I was there, like the academy <laughs> and so on. Like it wasn't significant. As a blue, it meant everything to try and beat United. But the fact is, you could beat them anyway, and then United still win every competition available. You know, so it's like yeah. a, it's like a little landing a little jab on someone when you know you're gonna get knocked out anyway. Sometimes you got to boost your energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel good about themselves. Yeah, but then and it just, changed. And just slap them down eventually. Shut up! Shut up! You know. But then it changed. Um, <laughs> I think it was ten. It was ten years ago because it was the uh, the League Cup semi final, and up mm. until that, this is the year when Tevez came over, and you know oh, that's when yeah. Fergie was saying the noisy neighbours thing and all that stuff. And yeah, you know, yeah, it was, it was. If United fans were still kind of mugging us off or whatever, but it yeah. was a bit more quality there. Yeah, the yeah. players were getting better. Like I said recently, that one of the biggest things that City did, whether people like myself who ever liked it or not, they changed the personnel to the point where the, those who walked into the building weren't jaded by the history of United and City. They were just there to win. Yeah. So as a consequence, yeah. you know, they didn't have that, oh, but they beat us 19 times out of 20, you know, in the last few yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, it was like a, a clean slate. Completely clean. Start. So then you were going, man. When did man. company sign? I think he was 2009, 10. So he was like the first wave right, of yeah. that. Um, so, <clears throat> as I say, it was more man-on-man now. Like you were comparing players instead of comparing clubs. And yeah. as I say, we were heading to the second leg of this, uh, the, the League Cup. And we're on the bus. We were staying in a hotel in Deansgate, and like United fans were throwing stuff at the bus. They were so angry. Yes, and I was like, why? Yes. I was like, why are you so bothered? Did you? Did you? Yeah, it was probably me. Yeah, it probably was as well. <laughs> but it's like that—that's when I knew because it's like we're just city. Like, why? Is, why are we getting under your skin now? And then yeah, it was. And it's, go on. No, it's like you—you you probably recognise that because, like I said, you've been there from a young age. You've seen the change in the tides, kind of thing, where yeah. players, Man United, were bothered, and then it gets to a stage where they're calling your noisy neighbours and all that and then next minute they're throwing bricks at your yeah, boss literally yeah they were so rattled I was like guys relax it's just it yeah. it's just change it's, 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 it's fine it's yeah. fine and then looking at 10 years on here we are you know going through the academy and all that stuff and then making mm. your debut and seeing that lots of people after you've done it some people before you did it so obviously yeah. you have 
Cole now, who's the same age as um as my daughter. She is he five? Is that five? Is that five? yeah, five? Yeah, five. So if he takes an interest in football and he does well and he gets scouted, would you want him to join that academy? Which Man City? Man United. Oh, few. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Man City handing out educations as well, so let's not let's not be giving it the fuse, okay? I get it. You're a red. Relax. Everyone gets it. Relax. Um, I don't know. No, yeah. If he wants, if he wants to, if that's what he wants to do, then I let him do it because whether it be even if it was Man City, I'd let him do it. It's it's his choice. You know what I mean, you make got to just got to go with it. You never know what's gonna happen. And, what, and if he enjoys it, yeah, then got to go with it. But. Do you mean compared to going to a smaller club and starting? Yeah, because that's the thing. You know there's, there's a big, there's a big divide amongst um, people who I know. Where you ask them, do they want to send their kids to an academy, which is a big, successful academy, which maybe doesn't produce as many players for that team, but produces players yeah. for the leagues? Yeah, or would you rather yeah. go to an academy where someone will play for that team more than likely if they're good enough? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. The, the bigger teams have got indoor facilities, and I was out watching him training the other day, and it was about minus penguin. Yeah, minus penguin. Okay. Yeah, that's... I, I, couldn't, I couldn't handle it. Yeah, I, you know, I, I get that. I get that. Like, I, that's one of my biggest things. People say, "Oh, you're going to teach. You're going to get your kids to be involved in in football and all this." I'm like, uh, in the summer, it's perfect. Yeah, in the winter. Jeez, let's see, let's see which summer sports we're into. Yeah. yeah, get him into surfing or something. I don't yeah, know. exactly, exactly. I'll watch you from the shore, just on the beach, having <laughs> a drink or whatever. Yeah, that's, so going through, as I say, going through the academy thing. So Cole, if he went into it and he was enjoying it and so on, but as a parent who's supposed to be guiding him, would you be trying to guide him towards having a career or having a career at that particular team? I'd say just having a career because, like, we get caught up in like when I was younger, like I hated Liverpool. Yeah, like. Didn't really like Man City, but now now I'm old. My, one of my good friends in football, obviously yourself, played for Man City. No, oh, cheers, man. And then and then oh sorry, I think I got a bit cheesy then, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah. And then um, and then jo- and then Jordan, he's the captain of Liverpool. He's my good friend as well, so it it doesn't really matter in the end. Yeah, it it does matter, and it doesn't matter. You know, you when when you're at a club, you want to play for that club the best of your abilities. But if you leave that club and you go to another one, you've, you've got to give your best for that one. So it's not yeah. You don't really, you can't really be a rival. Yeah, there's, al- mean there's always there's always a point player. where you, you almost turn into just an adult and it's a job. You know, whereas yeah. when you're younger, it's just, this is like football, the beginning of all of everything. Yeah. yeah, then you see, yeah. kind of see it for what it is. Speaking of that, so uh, obviously we've spent the first um, twenty odd minutes talking about all your times at Man United, even though you only played four games. But <laughs> um... <laughs> whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let, me, let me let me uh oh sorry yeah, yeah yeah sorry yeah sorry my bad my bad yeah so let me now talk about the rest of your career and this is actually no first of all tell me how did you actually end up leaving don't tell me where you went to yet but just tell me why you ended up leaving united in that moment um well we were just we was in the championships weren't we england under 21s oh was that what it was 2009 is that when you first left yeah how was it okay and i was yeah, because they was trying to get me to decide, like tell the press or whatever. Every time I did a press conference, where I was going, but I was, I was unsure. But I ended up going to um, Sunderland to play, just to play football, yeah. just to get some minutes. And and Steve Bruce, obviously ex Man United player, was the manager at the time, and he tried to get me previously on loan at another club, and it fell through for whatever reason. But yeah, I ended up signing up there to, you know, hopefully kickstart my career again and. Play some soccer. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, how, how old were you there? 
22. You see, it's so interesting, isn't it? That was the danger around that sort of time where you're at a big club, a club which you've supported, you're doing well, you're part of their plans, but you're not their first mm. choice within something. But yeah. there are plenty of people who sit in a second choice and will always get games, but they don't get enough games as they should do for the age that they're at. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, exactly. so that call to leave was it's such a big call, especially for someone that's so yeah. invested in Man United. But yeah, it was it was difficult, yeah. but it's it gets to, like you said, it gets to a point where you have got to think, well, this is my career. Do I want to just be a massive Man United fan that never plays for Man United, sitting in reserves, or do I want to go out and actually have a career in yeah. football? And you know, you got to choose football in the end. It's funny that because if you were to ask a fan that, a United fan, they'll probably say just sit in reserves and like play every so often for United. That's that's the yeah. thing which they never really understood about players moving and so on. Like yeah, career, exactly. Career will doesn't last forever. Every no, moment counts. Every six months counts or whatever. So you, exactly. you make decisions based like, on that. Yeah, it was like two minutes ago since we started playing. So it's it's crazy. Yeah, for real. So yeah, let me anyway. Let me name your uh, your list. So I've got United, Hull, yeah, Sunderland, mm-hmm. Cardiff, Crystal Palace, mm-hmm. Tottenham Hotspur, yeah. uh, Huddersfield Town, and Royal Antwerp. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. So, did you first things first? Did you actually expect to have a play for eight teams at this stage? <laughs> no, I was hoping I was just going to play for one. That's the dream, isn't it? Yeah, it's for real, isn't it? But after you got your um, yeah, go on. After, but after you left, after you left United, did you think you, this was going to be you going to stay at one place from that point forward, or did you have plans to go and see other things? I, I really don't know. When I left, I left there, and um, I remember Rio was speaking to me. He was like, you know, you just go and play some football, do well, Capella. Capello's been talking about it. Obviously, he was the manager of England at the time. Um, but we've come in to watch you and stuff. So I was thinking, you know what? This I do really well here. I might end up back, going back up to another top team. So I, I maybe never thought that was that would be me for for um, for the rest of my career. But you know, I thought you know this was a start of you know the the up upwards mount as it would be. But yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay. Anyway, let's let's not let's not shame you or anything. But of all the places you've been to, you've obviously played with a lot of players, a lot of good yeah. players, and so a lot of, some bad players, different coaches, <laughs> and all that stuff. So I want to know, running through it now, who you would say the best player was, and your own best highlight at each club. And we're going to start with Man United. Who was the best player? Man United. The best player was for me was Paul Scholes. He was just good at everything. And he would just like he'd mess around in training, as in like use the outside of his boot, but he'd still be doing ridiculous passes and you know what I mean? Just not never losing the ball. He just just always seemed to have three hours of time on the ball. <laughs> no one near him. Right. It was it was unbelievable. So what would you say your high, your best highlight was for United, whether it's playing in those any of those four games or just something in the build up to it? Um I think I remember we just played <laughs> we just played in um Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's testimonial I'd scored to make it 1-0 could have passed to him it's not forgive me till this day for it and um next day I'm recovering I was sat in the hot tub and Vidic and Rio walked in I just thought life's good at the minute life is really really good <laughs> yeah that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I respect that I respect that but let's throw a line in the yeah. last four games um so how about that whole <laughs> Uh, hold the highlight was obviously the playoff final. What, what happened in the playoff um, final? Just took. I think it was three or four players that I took on and got a fantastic assist. I, I had to do is confirm or deny since I've seen the video. <laughs> it's everywhere. Do you know what I mean? It's on YouTube. Probably on Instagram. Right, I'll have a look. I'll have a look. 
and Dean Windass volleyed it in. That was it. So who was the best player? At Hull, um, Dean Marnie really? for me. Okay. He was he, he was at Spurs. He started at Spurs, ended up going to Hull, and he's, he had good good engine and a uh, good range of passing. Right. He was playing me in all over the top all the time, which is helped. <laughs> anyway, so let's um, let's go back to Spurs then. Did you spend some time yeah. there? Best player, best moment? Well, obviously Gareth Bale and Luka Modric were both there, so it'd be between one of them two. Yeah, but um, we don't we don't set an offence on this podcast, my friend. Uh, I'm going to say Bale. Ooh. I'm going to say Bale. Okay. Because Modric was part of the team that stopped England bringing the World Cup home, didn't he? Let it go, my friend. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> there, were, there, were, there were 11 Frenchmen waiting on the other side anyway. There's nothing to worry about. I think they would have we stopped them, it. We had them. Yeah. We had them rattled. Yeah, of course you did. Yeah, of course you did. Um, best moment at Spurs. Um, probably scoring two against Liverpool in the... Was it the Carling Cup? I think it was the Carling Cup. Was that Anfield or was it... Um, it was uh, um, White, Hart. White Hart Lane. Couldn't even yeah. remember the name of it then, you know. That was, that was yeah. a really weird moment. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I was thinking. Why has he not said the name? Because I can't remember the name here. <laughs> it's the same as like when I talk about when I was younger. I was playing at like Highbury, and people were like, well, "What's Highbury?" And I said, "Oh, Main yeah. Road." Like, what's Main Road? Uh, yeah, on the motorway. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. How about uh, Cardiff? Cardiff. Um, I'm gonna say Craig Bellamy because he was a bit of a legend, not just at Cardiff because he was from there, but. Um, uh, in football in general, you know, he played at City. Did well there, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, Liverpool. He's been around. He's, you know, he was a. Bit, he had a bit of a mouth on him. He'd snap at the drop of a hat, but he was always all right with me. Do you know? He's, he's exactly the same with me. But some of the stuff I've seen him do, my goodness gracious me! Could <laughs> yeah. never speak of it. Could never ever speak of it. <laughs> no, yeah, he's. Um, he could write a book on the things he's done. Yeah. But and said, but. Um, yeah, he's a good footballer though. Yeah, it's and really I appreciate that about him. Yeah, it's very good. How about um, your highlight there? Um, getting pro- promoted again, probably. Oh, actually, no. Um, the first game of the season against Man City. Don't know if you remember it. First time that Cardiff <laughs> Cardiff have ever played in the uh, <laughs> Premier League. Do you remember? Do you remember that? Yeah, oh, no. sure. Yes. <laughs> I've got. To, sorry, I need to get a drink. I'm choking here. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember that. I think, we, I think we won that game. Scored two. I think we won against yeah. Man City. See, so that that, the, that is an example. They won the league the year before. That then, is an they, example they, of what it's like too long for me. On holiday in the beach, celebrating. That came is back what and it was like for <laughs> the me. Red dragons as a player. Time. Now the bluebirds. Having shut up. Them. This is my podcast, not yours. <laughs> this is what it's like for me having mixed emotions because I was like, oh yeah, Fraser has just scored <laughs> against my team. Like, are we still friends? Do I still support City? It's one or the other. I, you know what? The funny thing, I don't remember you texting me after the game. I don't remember it. I, I think it was just a network or something. Uh, there, was, there was certain issues. I don't know. I don't know. No, I, was, I always compare to my people. I always prefer my people doing well over teams. Yeah, I always, exactly. I always say that. That's, what, that's where I've come to. I wasn't always like that. But that's where, that's where I'm at now as a human. So if my people score against my teams, I'm, I'm all right with it. I'm all right. Yeah. How about uh, Palace? Crystal Palace, the best player there was Wilfred Saha. Mm-hmm. Um, my favourite moment. Um, I could, I could, I could, I could offer one to you here, but I'll let you say yours first because I know what you're like <laughs> as a human being. So I could offer it. <laughs> well, oh, I'm trying to 
trying to think of the score again. What was the score again? Was it 4-1, was it? <laughs> yeah, because uh, Phillips got a rocket out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, one of the best goals I've ever seen. So we, um, for the <laughs> listeners, we... We were down. We were playing in that game. It was like a must win because we were down near the bottom. We made one or two changes. Uh, a couple of players made like the debuts and stuff. And Zaha and who else was, was on the wing? Balassi. Balassi. They basically ended our fullbacks that day. Like destroyed them <laughs> to the point where we were doing fine everywhere else. But every time the ball went wide, it was basically a goal. And it must have been three <laughs> 0 at halftime, four 0 or something like that. Yeah. And it, it was, was nuts. It was a nationally televised game. We had all the That's hope beautiful. in the world. And I was like fully triggered because I thought I was having an okay game like four 0 down at half time. So I was fully, fully triggered. And then in the second half, there was a moment where I won a ball and our friend Dwight Gale fouled me on the edge of the box. Oh, yeah. He fouled me on the edge of the box. Edge of my box, that is. And the ref gave a free kick to them on the edge of the box, at which point a red mist dawned on me. And the stuff uh, that happened for the next 90 seconds, I've only ever seen on video, and I can't remember because I lost my <laughs> nut that much. There were pictures do you have of me. a video on this podcast? Because if you do, that needs to There's, come up. There'll right be a picture that'll come up with me pointing within an inch of the referee's face, basically saying, I'll knock him out. I was in a very, very dark place. And oh, knowing no, what you're no, like I, as a poor friend, you enjoy those moments to see me lose. I really, composure. which reminds me of another great moment. We've not gotten You've missed them. You've missed the whole moment. That's gone. No, the, it's gone. The whole you well, said playoff final. Well, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's, it's well, gone. I'm going to bring it up randomly. You yeah. can ask me a question in a minute, and I'm going to talk about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So I'll I'll say that's your palace one because I'm sure you quite enjoyed that because I'll never yeah, get to live that town. And it's crazy because that's the only time in my career where I've literally lost track of what I did. I don't know who I was <laughs> or where I was, but I was so angry. And I was yeah. like, I, I just remember looking back, thinking like to the ref, "This is a foot away from being inside the box, and you were going to give a penalty <laughs> against me after Dwight tripped me up." Yeah. <laughs> was it? it was fantastic. Yeah, was you, very... you know you're in trouble when the opposition players are coming up to you saying, "Hey, calm down, mate. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> Just relax. <laughs> Just relax." <laughs> oh, she was gone out the window. Yeah. Massively gone. Oh, literally. That's that's the angriest uh... I've ever been. Probably in life. <laughs> Not even just in football. I'll be in life. Um, but anyway, let's, let's ignore that. So, two more clubs. I want to know your best uh, player and moment at Sunderland. <sighs> Sunderland. So many good players to choose from. Um, Darren Bent, I think he he was he scored what twenty four goals that season. Yeah, he was, he was, he was there that season. Wasn't yeah, yeah. Uh, was most of the next season? season. He was eighteen, I think he got because he left in January under a very mysterious. Right, yeah. So the he? season it must have been the season before. Yeah, yeah, I think it he might scored, be. He scored, yeah, twenty four goals in season, and he was just. We'd just run around, do all his running, and then next minute, he'd hit a ball, he'd hit a balloon and go in. <laughs> yeah, against Liverpool, yeah, famous incident. Yeah, that actually actually happened. He's That's the type of guy he was. There could be a, a fight in the box at one side, everyone's trying to tackle each other, and then it'd roll across to him at the other side and just be on his own and tap it in. It's annoying that, because some people call that a skill, but like it's clearly not yeah. a skill, but it seems to happen to some people all the time. yeah. People say he's so lucky, but if it's if it keeps happening, is it is it luck? Yeah, but he's just he's just like he's a good guy, Benny. But if, maybe he's just soft. So anytime there are loads of bodies around, he could get hurt. <laughs> he just puts himself yeah, somewhere else, scared. and then the ball seems yeah. to just rick it. Ah, oh, I'm free. <laughs> I'll score. <laughs> Must be nice. No, yeah, he had that. He had that in the locker. Who was what was your favorite moment? Um, well, I was injured one for a long time, mm. and then I came back in the cup and I scored on my return. Was that the volley? 
No, that was the game after. <laughs> right. But yeah, that, you talk about the Norwich goal, thirty-five yards into that corner. No, no, no. I just no, went no, volume no. training. I don't know. Oh, what right. about. Something, <laughs> something completely different. All oh, right, sorry. Uh, no, it was uh, against Middlesbrough in the call. Okay. Can he? Can we have a moment now to show some appreciation to one Jordan Henderson? Yeah. So it's yeah. been for the past probably six years. It's been an unpopular opinion of mine, which I've said to people that I think he's a really good player. I used to get yeah. hammered for it, yeah? No, yeah, I can imagine. And and I would be very forward of it. I said, no, no, but he's good. But, like, yeah, but what does he do? What does he blah, blah, blah? And I say what he does is he's a player who you don't want to play against. And that goes yeah. a long, long way. Like, going yeah. back to when we were both of them at Sunderland, he had potential mm. and all that, but he was very narrow-minded. I remember when, uh, or close-minded rather, I remember when we played we were playing Newcastle, and that game against Newcastle was all he ever dreamed of. He used to say, oh, yeah. this is the biggest game, man. I want to do this for the rest of my career. I remember saying yeah. to him, like, nah, you need to, like, think bigger than this. Like, this is a very big game, but you're good enough yeah. to be something else. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. And now people are hating on him, and he's the captain for what could end up being the greatest season that's ever been played in Premier League history, but people still say he's yeah. no good. It's, it's nuts, isn't it? Like, like, yeah. I'm the same as you for forever being saying that nah, he's good. Yeah. The guy is one of the guys that turns up the earliest, yeah. works the hardest, and leaves the latest. Yeah. And he, like you said, he's single-minded in like what he wants to do. He wants he's a, he's a winner. Yeah. He always wants to win, and every, everything he can do to get to that moment, he will he will do it. Yeah, hundred percent, one hundred percent. And as I say, it just goes. It just gets it gets ignored. They want to focus on this player or that player, but the players who are going to speak yeah. about aren't as successful as him. He's getting cramp in his yeah. arms from lifting trophies, and people are still yeah. saying he's not good <laughs> lifting enough. Lifting season, exactly. Yeah. What, what was the what was the accolade he got the other day? Was the England's player of the England's year? England's player of the year, as voted for by fans. But then some other fans, but then some fan will say to me, "Oh, it's because you know it's because he's captain of Liverpool." Well, well, no, because this has got nothing to do with Liverpool. This is about him playing for yeah, England. This is England. Yeah. You can, as I say, you can put forward a perfect argument. But some people still won't buy into it. But all nah. I can say is when you're out there, you'd rather have him on your team than playing against him. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Because he can, like, for me, I could probably just do less running and he could just cover it for me because yeah. he's got that much energy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he covers every blade of grass. So I'm not going to ask you about Antwerp because you did well there. So I don't want to hear good things. But I want to talk about your um, <laughs> the best players and your best moments so far at Huddersfield since you've been back. Um, best players at Huddersfield. We've he certainly does, isn't it? I'm still getting to learn the players, but um, Pritchard, he's technically probably the best. Is he the one who was at Spurs? Yeah, Alex Pritchard. Yeah. Okay. He's but he's like I said, he's been injured a lot, so he's not only played a handful of games, so it's, it's probably difficult to say he's the best. But I'm gonna stick with that for now. Okay. And have you got a best moment so far? The best moment is obviously scoring from a hometown club. Um, you know, this is where I grew up. This is where I lived most of my life. So it's it, it was always always nice to come. You know, do that for like obviously yours was Man City, mine's mine's was Phil. So it's nice to. Did you score for Man City? Duh, of course I did. Did you? Yeah, not many though, but what, duh. Outside of tri- what the first team for the first team, mate. Don't, don't come at me <laughs> like that, pal. Listen, I've got I've got plenty of records in the academy, and I've I've got one or two goals for the first team. The ratio is not great. Guy. The ratio is not great, but it did happen. <laughs> it did happen. No. I, I had a couple in the Prem. I had one in the UEFA Cup at the time. I've had one in the FA Cup as well, I think. So, you know, I like to spread them out. Bags, man. Yeah. I remember, to be fair, the best 
one of my favorite, well, your favorite, my favorite goal of yours was when you played at Sunderland oh, and you just danced around the Chelsea defence. No, don't do this, phrase. I don't want to talk about it again. No. I'm sure some of the fans are shouting, Messi! <laughs> <laughs> that, that, bore, that, 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 like, birthed Nadinho. I was that for a week. I was getting those texts. It's crazy. It's so, it's so, so funny. But my regrets yeah, around was that was I was, so, I was so tired after I scored, I couldn't celebrate. <laughs> no, yeah, the celebration... Oh, it's pathetic. But pathetic. It, it was, was like I just cleared the ball or something. Was, yeah, and that was fantastic. that was just an unreal day. To be fair, there was no reason for us I, to be going to Stamford Bridge and winning three 0 no. no, no way. Was that when was that when Chelsea was? What year was that? Was that Chelsea winning the league that year? Mm, not. Um, they might have done. Maybe been, that's right. United times are so maybe it was United, but I was ten eleven. So whoever won the league in twenty eleven, yeah. that's, that's that's what it was. But yeah, there was yeah. no reason for that at all. Like on national TV, it's not, it was not being Chelsea. Mm-hmm. No. No. An imposter. Yeah, Did he literally. get drugs tested after that? <laughs> 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 Do you know, it's just things that, things that just, there's so many questions that need answering about it. So it's just before half time. I'm playing right back. And as the goal, as the goal happens, like Jordan's crossing the ball in from the right wing and it drops to the mm. middle of the field. Why am I in the middle of the field and Jordan's out on the right wing? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like lost so many things. I was must have been so sloppy and tired. I was just lost, just lost in the field. So it's just wandering around us. Literally. So I thought, let me just put this in the corner so I can have a rest. There we go. Yeah, wow, fantastic, unbelievable scenes. Well, yeah, yeah, I suppose you're right. I think my highlight for you at Huddersfield so far, obviously it was great when you scored your first goal, but I suppose it's a succession of highlights, is just the fact that, you know, I'd probably say at the moment um, you are quite an angry man because every week when I check to see what's going on, there's instead of a goal going in for you, it's a yellow card, usually for dissent or a reckless yeah. challenge. And it's, it's good because I remember a point when you used to criticise me saying I was angry and I said, just you wait. If you play yeah. at this level, you'll see exactly what I'm going on about. <laughs> and since that I've point, had a few indiscrepancies, yeah. yeah. Since that point, you are the angriest man in all of the North. Like, I'm not angry, I'm just misunderstood. We're just having <laughs> communication. Issues, It's just yeah. not right at the minute, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, what, like, the, like a referee last week, or the week before, I was telling me that a certain rule didn't exist, and I was thinking I just had to say to him, "Listen, mate, honestly, <laughs> I think it does exist. You need to you need to quickly check your handbook and then get back to me, old pal." Yeah, okay. just, that's how you yeah. said it, was it? And that's... then he slipped and he fell, dropped his card, and he, then he was holding it, and everyone thought it got booked. But oh, right, know, okay. Sorry, sorry yeah, about that's that. Just, that's just a glitch. Then so it wasn't yellow it was for an descent. Ac- it wasn't yellow for it descent, an... like it said in the report. It was an accident. No, it was an accidental. Yeah, uh... accidental descent. Yeah, what? Right. So you're my guy. So I've I've hammered you a little bit, but I'm gonna give you some praise now. Yeah. Do you know how many um, goals away from a hundred goals you are? Mm, no. Seven. Oh, nice. So any player, in my opinion, who reaches a hundred goals in their career is like that's top top tier. <laughs> you know, obviously you can't guarantee the years that you'll play, but to get to that level, that's top top tier. That's an accolade in itself, and I'm pretty sure you'll mm-hmm. get there. You might have twenty yellows in that time, but you'll definitely score seven more goals. <laughs> 20? Is that it? Yeah, well, yeah. But that's an accolade in itself. 14 last season. Yeah, you've been quite angry. <laughs> but all that stuff anyway is great. But another highlight was the day when you tweeted hashtag Cloud9. Do you remember that? Cloud9? No? What was that? Because that was the day you made your... Uh... <laughs> no, yeah, England debut. Yeah, England debut. But also the day that your first child was born, wasn't it? Yeah. It's Isla Rose. Yeah, and Isla Rose was born on a leap year, 29th of February. Yeah, she had to be awkward and she's continued to be awkward. <laughs> what a girl, that. What a top, top girl. So, yeah. so like, as I say, you're on the verge of reaching 100 goals. 
you've represented your yeah. country not just through the youth levels but for the senior team as well but yeah the real test i want to know is or the real question i want you answer to answer is do you remember the game itself do you remember what score it was do you remember who was against and do you remember who was in your team uh, which the, the, the England in, team, the international game. Yeah, um, it was against Holland. Yes, we got beat three two. Yes, I think Ashley Young scored. I think I don't care about. I thought, I'm not talking about scores. Yeah, so who's in the team? I'm just, I'm just telling you because I thought I could have squared it. I could have just tapped it in. Mm. That'd have been nice. Well, you could have scored. You could have done, but could have. You yeah, might not have. Should have, could have. Yeah, Gerard was in the team. Yeah, he was the captain. Yeah, Welbeck. Yeah, was in there because he came. I came on for him. Yep. But the. The day was an absolute blur, yeah. You're right. Because <laughs> <laughs> Emma, Emma ran me in the morning. That's being... Emma, his wife, by the way, just in case people don't <laughs> actually know you, of anyone that's listening, which is everyone. Um... <laughs> Sorry, my wife rang me at six in the morning. Said, oh, my water's broke. Um... Yeah, what what, 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 what should we what, do? What, 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 I sound what, like... like, um... I don't know, do you want me to come back? Do you want me to stay? She's like, ah, um, I don't know, just take, see what the doctor's saying. So, I'm, obviously, I'm awake from six o'clock in the morning. We're going back and forth all day. I speak to the manager, who was um, Stuart Pierce at the time. Yeah. My guy. Big Stu. P-Dog. <laughs> and um, he's like, well, look for us. It's entirely up to your tongue to understand if you go. But, you know, whatever. So... It was my wife's decision in the end to say, "Look, just stay. You know, um, it might not, it might be another twelve hours or something until the baby comes. So stay. So I ended up staying, and um, I think that's probably my daughter's probably the reason I got on the pitch because he knew that I stayed, not because that, that he knew that I stayed, yeah. yeah, rather than going up to be by her side. So he's probably just thought, I'll, I'll give him a." I'll do him a favour, yeah. No, no, because you you'd already made the squad. You'd already made the squad. So a few, nah, things, yeah, but... few bits of like housekeeping first. Shout out to your wife, Emma, MVP. Mm-hmm. She's top draw. Shout out to Isla for being young enough to allow you to have an international game. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, the other question I want to know is, in your honest opinion, this is like this is the only controversial thing I really ask you, to be honest where you could get some grief for it. So you can just you can just back this one away if you want, because we're not out here looking for headlines. Do you believe that in your career you deserve more than one cat? Ooh, I don't think anyone deserves anything, but Hell, I think... Okay, he's, he's, the bat's out, guys. The bat's out, guys. He's, he's defending. He's defending his work here. Yeah, that's a defence. Yeah. Um, I don't think I deserved more than one cap. I just think that I could, I could have probably achieved more than one cap if I'd have reach my full potential yeah. <laughs> but, yeah that's that's a very safe you know, answer you're giving but what i was trying to get at really was was there ever really a point where you were playing well enough but you don't think that so but you were playing well enough but there may have been other people who were selected ahead of you in one particular moment when you were the hot commodity in that time um i don't know mm. i don't know it's, it's, it's one, football's full of opinions in it and yeah. if the manager likes it i'd like Stuart Pierce loved me in the in the England setups. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, we're so going to talk was... about twenty ones in a bit, but yeah, stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. So it was it, it was a no brainer for for him to pick me, but then you know you got other managers who have their own preferences. So it's you know I'm happy with getting my one cap. It's a day that I'll never forget. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. For sure. Um, so you've played half your games in the Premiership, half your games in the Championship. For people that don't that haven't managed to do that, what would you say the big differences are between both leagues? 
Well, there's less games. <laughs> a lot less games. <laughs> a lot less games. Um, it's, it's more of a battle, I think, in the championship. It's more rough and ready. It's you know, it's more tactics and stuff in the Premier League. You get mm. fast games and battle games that are battles, but in, it's more technical. Um, yeah. Outwit your opponents. Yeah, you can play a team that just want to smash, smash you, yeah. batter you. Yeah, I th- I thought that but, when, I was, um, when I was my last few years in the championship, it got to a point where it didn't really matter who we were playing. I just knew the game was going to be the same. You know, yeah. like and especially being at the back, there was I think there was a six week stretch where the smallest person I'm, I was marking from set pieces was six foot three. You know what I mean? Like that. <laughs> and like it's it's good, it's good, it's very competitive. People are very honest in that le- at that level, but yeah, at the Premiership level, I feel like people are honest again but they're more sort of tactically astute and things like that. Yeah. And it's more about yeah, the yeah. little things, whereas the commitment is the overriding thing in the championship. Yeah. You know, so it's not for everyone. Totally. You, necess- you can't necessarily find someone who's good in the championship that will be good in the premiership in the same way you can't find someone who will be good in the premiership and good in the championship, even though they're technically a better player. It's not yeah. like it's literally not for everyone. It does require a certain type of mentality and a very strong backbone and a helmet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's essentially how it works at times. <laughs> But but then also as well, so this year in the Premier League, there have been so many complaints about VAR, so many complaints, like people kicking off about it. But then think of, I think of the years that I had in the Championship, and I think, I wouldn't have minded it there, to be honest, because there were some wild things which were going on, which were being completely missed by referees. Yeah, exactly. Completely missed. Obviously, it would never go down there, because the fans down there are even more sort of aggress- aggressively passionate about their teams than say in the premiership so it's not going to get down there but it's just it's i think they need to realize like it's not that bad in the prem honestly it's not that bad no because you guys got it over there and you, you were saying that yeah. it's, a lot, it's managed a lot better yeah, than it is over here i never I, like i never thought I'd, I'd say that but in terms of the mls they they get it right a lot more in terms of how they use it and implement it than they do in the premiership so whereas in the premiership yeah. bringing out the little thin line and all that stuff to see someone's like left hairs like gone offside like over here it seems like it's just more of a visual thing and if you can't see it by the naked eye in that particular moment then the decision yeah. is as it was on the field you know see, what, what I don't like about it is that if you score a goal you can't really celebrate properly nah, because that's, that's, you're that's always, a always that's a myth that's a I myth, don't like that's it. a myth that's a myth that's a myth I really don't like no, that. that for me that's a myth just because when it comes down to it all the goals that you've scored in your career and the goals which you haven't which have been disallowed you get a feeling of whether something is good or not like you just yeah. have a feeling like if you think you're offside you won't fully celebrate the same way you would do if you just ro- if you just rifled one in from 20 yards out yeah true you know what i mean that's that's those are the things that like the bits which they're looking but it's for not, but goes. it's not always offside though is it it's always it might be like oh there's a, a funny tackle over there yeah. and if he's played on he's yeah. played on yeah and you've scored you've scored it's, there's no every time so maybe it's just if you get yeah. the chance if you get the chance to play in a game with var again i guarantee every time the ball goes in the net you'll still celebrate and then if the goal gets allowed, you'll celebrate twice. That's actually what happens. Yeah, true. You like you, you're a goal scorer. I'll be damned if you ever score and you don't celebrate. It's just what you do. Yeah. It's in your nature. Even if it's like you see people yeah, that like true. handle balls in and still go off and celebrate. Like that's just that's just how it is. <laughs> I mean, people openly cheat and no, celebrate. It's just how it is. And like you, you, in time, I think you'll get better in the Premiership. But they just need to be just calm down with the lines for like offsides and stuff because nobody can. Yeah, it's not that deep. Do it quicker. Yeah. Some guy should be watching it in the box and just say to the ref, right, goal and I'll go rather yeah. than running over and taking time and doing the square symbol. Yeah, yeah it's a bit, but it's a bit come more. on. What um, make a decision. over the years, what do you reckon has changed most about the game from when you started to now? Um 
definitely how people look after themselves off the pitch um, has changed, like nutrition. Um, I don't know if it's just me mainly, but it's, you know, doing things outside of football like yoga and uh, Pilates, you know, just stuff to Actually keep you feeling yourself, young yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it feels vitamins, supplements, and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I don't really, don't remember really being getting handed vitamin D tablets in the winter back in '99. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> there's, there's, there's been a. I feel like from my side, there's been a definite change in terms of the research and the data and the stuff they're trying to put into you. Yeah, finding every single way they can to give you like a one percent boost or one percent chance to do better. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. from back when, you know, it's not like it was worse or anything but they had more of an old school type mentality but i think overall yeah. those results that we'll see i feel like we'll see the better of them once this generation retires and the next generation retires because people will be able to live their live their lives fully because they've not abused yeah. their bodies in the same way that people from way back then yeah kind of had yeah to, you know what i mean yeah yeah totally get it but people oh, got haggard knees and yeah, back, back smashed yeah back in the day like your ankles hanging off but it's i oh, will strap it up and you go again all right, cool. Yeah. Cheers. And then you get to 50 yeah. and like your, your ankle's just pointing down. <laughs> of the time. You know I mean? He's just dragging it. Exactly, yeah. But you know, you had a great, you had a great career. Yeah, you had a great career though. Whereas you have that <laughs> other person who in their lifestyle is already incorporating different vitamins. They've got better understanding of their diet in terms of weight yeah. training and like what they can do. Like, to be fair, I'll, I'll, I'll call it what it is. I think it's, it's just a lot better now. It's a lot better for the player. It is. It's a lot it's better for better. the player. Yeah. Um, and what would you say has changed most about your game across the years? I'm definitely slower, um, <laughs> probably heavier. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, this could be like, for some point in the future, this could be advertising yourself. So they'll be saying, oh, okay, so he says he's slow. He says he's, he's, he's heavy. Uh, no, no, slower. This day I was slow. Well, you are slow, but yeah. Obviously, I was lightning quick before, and now I'm just lightning. Okay, all right, Paul. <laughs> but, um, you, just, you just pick and choose your runs better. Like before, I just wanted to run all the time, like run, Every time someone looked like they could play me in, I made every run. And but now you've got to pick and choose your runs. Otherwise, you're just blowing up after half an hour. Yeah, that's not ideal when the game's ninety minutes. Yeah. So I was I found over the years it's been a lot harder to play with people that have more intelligence as opposed to people who just want to run all the time. Like it's great yeah. that you do want to run, but some of the runs that you make are like terrible runs. So they actually have no mm. value whatsoever. But you play against those intelligent ones. They're a nightmare. I thought you were talking about me. Then I thought, then no, I listened off no, some manners. No, 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 last time I played against you, <laughs> no, well, last, no, time, no. last time I played against you was when I got sent off. So, and it had nothing to do well, with you. When? It was, uh, it was against you... it was a hole, wasn't it? Do you remember? No. You were going to tell the story, weren't you? <laughs> you what happened there? You, I'll, I listen, I'll let you tell the story for the listeners. You were talking about. But, 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 I want you to have full context. I don't want you to tell half a story and not say why <laughs> things happened. All right. Listen, I was going to mention it before when you said people retire and they've like got bad backs and the spines smashed <laughs> and stuff like that because Marcus Henriksen is in severe danger of that happening to nah, him. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He took he... it well. <laughs> I can't remember what happened. Someone got fouled. Yeah. One one of of our he... players... Yeah, one of your players got fouled. Got, yeah. Got fouled down to the ground and then did he get up and push him or something? No, no, no. So this is the thing. So this is this. Let me tell my story. I'm not going to let you tell it. I'm not going to let you tell it. So Listen. this cost me a lot of money as well, by the way. This was a very expensive yeah. fine for this. No, no. I need to tell my version first because you're going to lie. No, no. Was, you're going to lie. You're going to lie. The right hand side. You're going to lie. Pitch. You're going to lie. You're lying. Oh no, the the left hand side of the pit. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, close to the dugout. Yeah. Yes, that's let's right. Let's say yeah. five yeah. yards or so. Yeah. Nedim is playing right centre back. So yeah. 
technically is halfway across the pitch. It's a good 30, 40 yards 30 away yards. from the team. 30 yards, 30 yards, people take. Slash 40. 30. So <laughs> I'm close to, I'm, I'm about halfway, I'm about 20 yeah. at the time. So I which see is, the incident. Is, yeah, okay, go on. There's not much going on. Everyone's pretty, you know, it's handbags. People are pushing people, not properly, just, you know, a big, nothing too serious. Anyway, I seen, I felt a gust of wind brush past me. <laughs> Oh, what the hell was this? <laughs> <laughs> it was Nader. Oh god! He was sprinting over to the incident. I don't Fake know. News. I don't know why. Fake news. But I thought I thought I'd jog over, see why he's sprinting over, and he didn't stop. He forgot to stop, <laughs> and he's smashed into the back of our club captain, and he's giving whiplash. I think he <laughs> did. He, he left the stadium in a neck brace. No, come did on. Him, that has got whiplash. He staggered. Next minute, the rest pulled his card out red card so I look at so I grabbed Nades and I'm laughing at this stage I thought this was hilarious went to turn him said Nades he's also pushed me off he's that angry no 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 no. <laughs> he's no. This, is off, fake news, guys. this is all fake news Adam, please relax this is all Be fake this is all, this is all fake this is all and fake he didn't, he didn't hear it this it, it wasn't fake. until after the game when I rang him and said um, Nades you remember pushing me off he's like well, was that you I was like yeah what's up with man relax <laughs> Okay, now let, twice, tell, now, let me, now let me tell. Now let me. Now let. Now let me. <laughs> let me explain myself, because uh, I, I'm, I'm a quite a calm person. So uh, yeah, normally. So well, remember, context. You, story, you delivered you zero context. You delivered About zero Dwight context. Gale. You delivered zero context. That Dwight <laughs> Gale incident. That Dwight Gale incident was a long time Gale ago. Did... <laughs> that was a long time <laughs> ago, and I've moved on. I've moved on from there. So, uh, so Fraser was right. It's probably uh, thirty uh, yards away, maybe thirty-one. Um, and one of our players um, covered it in two seconds and no so one of our players put <laughs> putting quite a bad foul on one of your players yeah yeah and yeah. it was I was like oh for goodness sake because we were already like 15-0 down at this point the game was a wrap whatever I was quite annoyed but I said oh, why has he done that that's annoying so he did it and then he's like put his hand up and he's starting to walk away and then your guy I think it might have been Captain Henrik is it Henriksen or Hendrickson? Henriksen. Henriksen starts going over to him to like try and start trouble with him, pushing him or whatever. So I was like, oh, here we go. So I've got to go and stick up for my guy because he's by himself and no one else is going to go and stick up for him. So I <laughs> jogged over. I jogged over. Correct. I jogged over, but I have a strong jog on me. So I jogged over. It must have been downhill. And then just, yeah, maybe it was. And then just before he was about to push my guy again, I <laughs> delivered my shoulder into his chest to tell him to go away and then I was well, he into his back on it no that's to his chest it was and then I started to um, <laughs> then because I, I came, like he was just as he's sticking his arm out I came in and just like I kind of got him oh yeah but, it was turning but then I was I then started to make my way back into position because I thought I've just diffused the situation little did I know it was an absolute <laughs> stick of dynamite to the whole situation <laughs> And now you're, you ends up you were grabbing me and other people were grabbing me and, and the ref was like making a big deal of it and I was like tell everyone's telling me to calm down I was like I'm fine I wasn't angry at any point I just delivered the shoulder and then off I went why were you why were you swinging your arms and I don't get it I, I did never swung an arm <laughs> never happened but I was just saying right I'm fine I'm fine everyone's uh, grabbing me take, try, I'm just trying to get in position ref's like you need to uh, calm down I'm like ref I'm fine your position, your position was inside the changing room you need to go inside. <laughs> <laughs> and then the ref's dipping his hand into his back pocket. I was like, whoa, 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 ref, whoa. What's going on here? So I got I got killed for it. Um, sorry, I didn't get killed for it. So the manager stuck up for me after the game because I was sticking up for my teammate who was going to get into some grief in that moment. But the club itself, um, 
it's a, uh, my producer Ryan has just shown me a picture of the fateful day of you trying to headlock me. So you should have been sent off as well. But anyway, no, I was, <laughs> I was you, should, you should have been sent off as well. But yeah, I was I was calm. <laughs> but the club tried to find me um, initially two weeks' wages for it. And I said, well, <sighs> all right, I'm not going to bother defending anyone anymore. I'm just going to let him die. And then uh, I left shortly afterwards. So yeah, not had to do any of that since. But yeah, that that's that's out there now. But let's let's leave that. Let's leave that. Um, yeah. A couple, just a few more things because I've kept you a while and I know I could hear like plates in the background, people eating. What time is it? Oh, yeah. What time is it? It's, it's, depends where you're at in the world. Oh, I don't know. I've got, um, I meant to meet my teammates at seven. Yeah, good luck with that. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, how about for you now, obviously, you're like me, you don't have a long-term future left in the game on the field. So what would you no. say your goals are for the rest of your career? Just to enjoy it. I'd like to have one more success story possible, um, whether that be... At trick overhead kick, um, <laughs> seeing you get sent off live. I'm not getting um, sent off again, especially not for anything violent. Uh, you know, a promotion or getting playoffs or something like you know something to end on end on a high would that would be that would be ideal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like anyone, I think just just end on a high would be nice. Yeah, would be <clears> nice, <throat> wouldn't it? But I think a key thing for me, and maybe in some aspects to you, because we do have the same amount of kids, is just stability. You know, you don't necessarily mm. want to be going here, there, and everywhere, just chasing yeah. your dream anymore. You just want nah. like a life. You know what I mean? A nice, stable life and stable something yeah. for the kids to, to actually be able to enjoy. Um, yeah. So I want you to give me your fantasy five-a-side team you've played with. Then I've got a few "Would you rather" questions. Then I've got a bit of trivia for people. Um, Ooh. Yeah. So what's your? Give me your fantasy okay, five-a-side five side. played with. Bandasar and goal. Why? Why him? Because he was. Mandasar? Okay. Does he need an explanation? Well, just in case you didn't know, sometimes um, th- there's a group of people who only know football from a certain point, and Evan oh, Mandasar, okay. as a consequence, isn't necessarily like, <laughs> part yeah, of that. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, he's a legend, Dutch legend, Man um, United legend, great goalkeeper. He's got a few team. past him in training, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, 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 you know, he was 40-something yeah. at the time, but sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Probably Rio Ferdinand in there. Okay. Deep one defender. Yeah, okay. I probably guess that you're not in this team, is. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> um, wow. It feels a toss up between me and Rio. I'll take that. Yeah. Um, you're on the bench front. Nah, I'm good, mate. Um, I'm good. Rio. Probably have Skulls in there. Because um, he's. Skulls, again, brilliant. Ball skulls, yeah. Um, um, I never played with. Van Nisseroy, but can I have him in my team? Train with him. Yeah, of course, yeah. Was when was Ronaldo not there when you were there then? Or yeah, Ronaldo. Yeah, no, he was there. Yeah, but he, I, I was play. I every time I played in the first team, it was because he was injured. Right. Okay. So I never actually played. I, I played like reserve uh, friendlies and stuff with him, but never played a, a competition match with okay. him. So you've got one more competitive game. One more position left. Um, Tevez. Tevez, yeah? Okay. No, actually, Bale. I'm going to swap him for Bale. Game up for him. I'm a foot. <laughs> I'm a foot. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> right, some um, some quick would-you-rathers, yeah? Yeah. Not too many of them. Um, would you rather always win and never score? Or the opposite? What? Would you rather what? always win? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or would you rather never win, but always score? Nah, always win, never score. <laughs> you wouldn't have said that five years ago. I'll tell you that for a fact. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, in terms of a career... Go on. Go on. No, no, after you. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be hundred percent happy. But you know, we're winning at least. There's some kind of win bonus involved in that. Can just picture. I can just picture a miserable <laughs> face every week when you're not scoring. Yay! Yeah. One again. Well, well done, guys. You did great. Woo! 
I can um, get an assist. Right, so this one plays into your character now. So assuming that you'll retire at some point in the next few years or whatever, yeah? Yeah. Would you rather do that and call time when it's time or if the time came and someone offered you a two-year deal somewhere for good money but you had to play as a defender, would you take it? Uh, take it. You'd be a defender. I'd play right back. Yeah, go <laughs> no, on, no, eh? no, 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 no. We're talking centre back. No, oh, not going up. Like, listen, just literally. I can't be a centre back. You're a centre back. Would you take it? Yes yeah, or no? go on. Yeah, I'd do it. Two years centre back, bombing on. No, <laughs> bombing on. <laughs> <laughs> you can't stop me. I get on that pitch. I'm bombing on. Oh, absolutely not. You'd be so tired at that point. You'd just be standing <laughs> halfway line with a chain in your hand. I'd be like, yo, fill in, fill in for me. Yeah, protect me. Protect me. Um, uh, yeah, I think I'd do it. So for all the years, as I say, you've played in the top two divisions, would you rather be a sub in the Premiership or a starter in the Championship? Um, at this age now, yes. probably a sub in the Premiership. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you're not even that old. You're not even that old. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's, that's hilarious but oh, I respect the honesty I know yeah I respect the honesty I respect it a lot and um, oh, so for as I say you're the same age as me we've watched a lot of years in the premiership we know all the premiership history all that stuff all the old stuff which a lot of people don't know all the new yeah. stuff which everyone knows because there's more coverage and stuff but it's interesting that with Liverpool having dropped two points all season to this point after 22 games who yeah. do you think the best team in premiership history is? Ooh the best teams so if they had to play each other they'd be all the best other best teams you think um, no because it's a tricky one across generations that well let's just talk yeah. about for what the seasons that they had um, well the Invincibles got to be the best didn't get beat did they yeah but you know they only got well not only but they got I think it was either 89 or 90 points that season yeah it was, it was low on it mm, it was low what for a team that put in this game so you got to 101 I think yeah or maybe 100 still not Still not going to say City. Yeah, so. question, question, that's not an option, is it? It's just an average season. Uh, probably. Yeah. I'd probably say the Invincibles because I liked a lot of their players. Yeah, same. Led some legends in that team. But you Terry. know what, though? It's dangerous just because if Liverpool do it this year, like they're going to have the high, at this rate, they're going to have the most points ever in a season nah. and Joke. potentially go all the way like unbeaten. But people still say, yeah, but the Invincibles of Arsenal, even though there's mm. nothing to really show for it, you know what I mean? But yeah, I'd say I'd say the Arsenal team as well, or I could maybe say the United teams of say yesteryear who just took everything. You know what I mean? Like they just hammer teams constantly. They were always good to watch. Um, yeah. So. 99. So when it's all said and done, do you think you look back on your career and feel you've had a successful one for everything that you could be and everything that you ended up being? Uh yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. And why? Because I've enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed myself. There's been moments where, like like I said, when I was injured for a couple of seasons, where I thought, this is horrendous. But on the whole, it's been good. Met some good people, played with some big teams, had some great moments, and, you know, still here. Yeah. Still going. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully there's more to come as well. And I, I've seen yeah. for me, um, someone was speaking to me recently about um, my career and being at QPR and so on, like, QPR as a club and in that moment wasn't the best structured club and stuff like that. But I don't regret going there, even yeah. though it wasn't what it was compared to other clubs that was at, because it provided me the chance to play, to play with some good people, to live in a great city and to play in the top two divisions. Like when I look back at it now, I think we've spoken about this within the last year. When you look how long we've actually played for, like we're so far above how long an average career should last. 
Yeah, well, I was speaking to someone at the PFA, and he was saying the average career is eight, eight years. Yeah, and here we are. Like that's like I started off in two thousand four, two thousand five, and then like, yeah, 15, 16 years deep. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, now time to throw you under the bus. Um, Not brilliant. No, it's all right. It's fine. You've been good. You've tried to throw me under the bus a few times, so it's only fair. <laughs> so Fraser and I, um, we both played for England under twenty ones, and. Boop, boop. In doing that, we made it to the European Championships in 2009. Um, this was in Sweden, and uh, we made it. We made it to the final, but when the final came, we didn't have a recognised number nine for disciplinary no. issues. So Gabby Agbonlahor was suspended, and one Fraser Campbell was also suspended. Yeah, and you. It's a conspiracy, I think. It's so, a conspiracy. We. So let's go back again to the semi-final against Sweden. So we were three 0 up at half time, but it went to three yeah. three. But we finished yeah. the game with ten men. I think is that correct? Yeah. Is this the game you was meant to take a penalty next? Is, is this? That, is that did it, this? This that never happened. So let's talk about facts. Let's talk about facts. Let's talk about facts. Did 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 we finish with ten men? Yes or no? I don't remember. I was inside. I don't remember. Oh, you were inside. Okay. So did you start the game? Um, no. Okay. So you came on. So what you're saying is you came on after 59 minutes, but you didn't finish the game. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't manage to finish the game. And what happened? Um. Yeah, lost my temper a little bit. Because we were three 0 up, ended yeah. up being three all, yeah. and we were getting battered. It was hanging on for dear life. Yes, um, for first... the tournament was in Sweden, so they were always going to come. But go on. Yeah, you got your first one. This, you know, the, it was in Sweden. We were playing Sweden. All the fans were for Sweden. The referee was Swedish. Yeah, I think his wife was Swedish. Yeah, you know what I mean, I think it, it was playing one of them. the game as well. It was one of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got booked for the f- first one. I can't remember what the first yellow card was for. And then, but then. It was three two when I got my first booking, and I, then they scored again to make it three all, and I just lost my temper. And what did you do? And I think the right back had it, and he was trying to come down the line, and I've just <sighs> tackled him oh, slightly. Tackled him slightly. <laughs> okay. Tackled him slightly. Yeah. I'm oh, gonna. I'm gonna see if I can find the footage of tackling him slightly. Yeah, tackled him a little bit. Yeah, um, just a little bit. So it was contentious yellow then. I mean, I think it was a yellow card, but I think the first one. Was, probably wasn't a yellow card. Okay. But, because, um, you know, I'm normally quite a calm, cool, collective I guy. Have seen, no, no. So it seems out of character no, that. No, you know, no. I should, I should have seen the signs from back then. I really should have seen the signs. That's 11, year, 11 years ago, I should have seen it. But, but, you know, for all the years, which, like our generation of, of 21s, we kind of got criticised because you look at the team from Germany and team from Spain that went on to play for the national team. So many of them yeah. made it really big and when we played in the final for people that don't know we lost 4-0 to Germany without recognised number 9 um, yeah. and that was a German team which had like Mesut Ozil Sami Khedira Mats Hummels uh, Jerome Boateng Manuel Neuer like that was a real that's a generational Germany team yeah but but they were also in our group at yeah. the start and we two, played two. yeah it was 2-2 and it was a mix of our like starters and non-starters and yeah. they Germany were terrible like, yeah, it was weird. Like you were, I remember you were playing, you were killing them and, and whatever. And as I say, that was the same team with the same players in it for Germany that would go yeah. and hammer us 4 0 in the final and then get called the generational talents that they were. But yeah. I, looking back now, I believe if you or Gabby or someone would have been available, the energy would have been different. Because I think Harty was suspended as well, wasn't he? Joe Hart and Gold. Yeah, yeah. 
So Me, Gabby, energy, and Joe. So the energy is different, and maybe we could have won said game, and maybe we yeah. would have been banded a group of failures whilst the Germans are going to place a bunch of people in their history of sport. I feel like having a little bit of a go up here. It's not my yeah, fault. Yeah, this is your fault. I've traced it back. I was trying to think of like all the things that went against us, and it all came from you having no composure, but you call me an angry man. <laughs> One key moment in our careers. Yeah, but like looking back, literally, literally, when you like actually break it down, say if you and Gabby were both available and say you both played in said yeah. game, the grief that you caused them in the first game, you caused that again in the second game. And we're yeah, under 21 knows? European champions. Who knows? Yeah, but instead, like, we're both chatting on this podcast. Now we we're know. both tired human beings, whereas the other ones have got <laughs> Champions League games and all that going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. no, it's neither here nor there. We won't get into that. But yeah, yeah, thank you very much for coming on the show, my man. Sorry to have kept you so nice. long. But it's, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's good, it's good to speak to you. And you're the first and probably the only Red I'll ever speak to on the show. <laughs> so, yeah. It's good speaking to you. Right, man. Cool. Take it easy, my No, man. yeah. I'll take care of it. Yeah, man, speak to you later. Bye. Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I won't apologize for showing bias, but I'll admit to it. He's, he really is my guy. And he's one of a number of good people I've met along the way. The type of people where a friendship will outlast our careers. So thank you all for listening. And expect little changes um, to the show throughout the year. And... As I say, I hope you enjoy it. So thanks again, listeners. Thank you, uh, Ryan, for doing what you do, which is everything and nothing at the same time. Thanks to um, Mountaineer Studios, Draper, Utah. And listeners, remember, feedback is, is a big thing. Really appreciate it. So if you could please reach out to RSL on all major social media platforms or leave a voice memo at digitalrsl.com. And just before I go, Ryan does everything. I didn't mean what I said. So till next time, thank you.